you ain't first, you're last. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the If You're Not First and Last Fantasy Football Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the If You're Not First or Last Fantasy Football League. League Commissioner Alan Byrne here, alongside as ever, Boo Earns himself, Owen Byrne. Owen, what's cracking? All right, Alan. Uh, brighter picture this weekend. Nice uh, nice playoff picture. Go on. Um, some good games in the NFL, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sadly, the end of the fantasy football regular season. 13 weeks have flown by. Despite all that's going on in the world, and uh, yeah, it's playoff time, baby. Yeah, it's been a it's been a quick season so far. Um, it is quite sad that it's coming to an end, but yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, NFL had to push things around again this week. More Tuesday night football. Um, some more changes for the final weeks. Uh, uh, I understand there's a triple header now on Christmas night. Is that, is that, uh, is that correct? I think it's the Saturday. I think it's Stevens' night as a triple header. No? Nice. Nice. It's all there's one, good. Game, it's all there's one game good. Christmas night, and then I think the Saturday has a triple header. Excellent. Excellent. Hopefully we'll be able to, uh, to see some of that, you know? Yeah, should be great. Should be great. There's some nice games on. Some, um... Cardinals Niners is the middle game, which is a nice divisional matchup. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that, be... yeah, that late game that night is the Raiders Dolphins. That could be um, winning your in game. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. God, the Dolphins are coming on leaps and bounds uh, already. You know they're uh, they're putting it together. Could be dangerous in another year or two. Yeah, yeah. They look uh, they look decent. Um, yeah. Get to uh, moving around progress. a bit more, and then they could be good. They could be real good. That's it. That's they could it. probably do with some uh, yeah. some receiver help, a small bit in the off season. They could, yeah, yeah, because uh, Preston Williams just can't stay fit. Uh, looks like a good player, but uh, on the injury bed uh, more often than not. Yeah, Juju could be on the market. Oh. Could be Juju could be on the market. I'd be surprised if Juju is re-upped with the Steelers, given that the Steelers are looking good at the wide receiver position. They've got three other good receivers there, and to spend fifteen to eighteen million on a on a, on a player who has been good, not great. Uh, I'd be surprised if he's not out there for someone to snag. Yeah, agreed. Uh, they clearly have a one and a two with Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool and. James Washington is definitely good enough to be their third. Yeah. So they yeah, don't really need Juju. They don't need to pay him. Correct. Not to mention they Correct. turn out wide receivers like they're going out of fashion. I mean, fantastic. They sure for do. Years. Sure do. Yeah, yeah, for years. Um, big news this week. Carson Wentz was benched through uh, the Eagles game. And... Uh, Jalen Hurts has been named starter for week 14. Boo. <laughs> Wentz for life. Yeah, you're a Wentz fan. Uh, yeah. 
obviously he's shown in the past, but it just seems that, uh, you know, he's under obviously a lot of pressure this year. His offensive line is, uh, is, uh, chronic, uh, but he's just not passing it well though either. No, no, look, he's, his confidence is shook. He hasn't been playing well. I mean, it's, it's fairly obvious. See, it's the last two weeks in particular, I've no defense, but I still, I still believe that he's long term. He should be the guy going forward. However, I mean, if Hertz plays well for the rest of the year, I mean that's a big decision you have to make in the off season then, because you're paying Wentz a lot of money. That's a big contract, and not many teams might want to eat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's uh, I think close to sixty million dollars in cap hit if he was to be uh, to be let go uh, this season. That drops yeah, if he around twenty four waived or whatever. Yeah, sixty million yeah, in dead cap. Yeah, twenty four million the following year seems. Yeah, twenty four million the following year seems a little bit more palatable if that's if Jalen Hurts really comes on. Uh, but uh, unless they can get a trade and get him off their books. You know, and there could be trade partners out there. Indianapolis, yeah, absolutely. Go back to Frank Chicago. Ray. Well, unless they want to take folds back. <laughs> Straight up trade. Yeah. Or we'll yeah. Troy and Mitch as well. Troy and Mitch, why not? Two for one special. Two for one special. Yeah. A new Philly special. A uh, Chicago special. <laughs> yeah. Mediocrity for life. Alrighty. Yeah. <laughs> well, the final week of the Fantasy Football League came to a close with more Tuesday night football. Much was on the line with final three playoff spots up for grabs with five teams possibly in the running. The match of the week saw a bruising encounter between Easy Company 101 and Remember the Tight Ends with the winner having a shot at the playoffs and the loser out of the running. Easy Company at Newton. Carson and Kelsey hit 20 points plus, with Diggs just shy of the 20-point mark. Remember the tight ends had Robinson, Allen, and Taylor hit the 20-point mark, with the Raiders' D just shy of 20 points. Easy Company saw Hunt, White, and Bell fail to reach double digits, while Remember the tight ends had similar failings from Juju, Parker, Booker, an injury to Gibson, and a goose egg from Rudolph. Back and forth it went Sunday through Monday as we headed to Tuesday night. Easy Company had 13.676 point lead with Cooper still to play. Remember the tight ends at 2019's MVP Lamar Jackson back in action. Jackson hit over 25 points in a big outing, but Cooper nailed 16.3. And gave the win to Easy Company by just 4.38 points. Remember the tight ends may well point to Antonio Gibson's unfortunate early exit. But a loss is a loss. And a toilet bowl championship beckons. Easy Company 101. Pull it out of the fire on the final day. And squeak into the playoffs at seed number 6. What do you think, Owen? Yeah, this was uh, for sure a barn burner. Um, I think uh, one of the bigger stories in this uh, matchup here was Antonio Gibson going out injured so early. 
for Washington. That game looked primed for him against uh, Pittsburgh. And with the way the game went on with the other running backs, it looks like Gibson would have potentially had a field there. Yeah, McKissick had a good game. Gibson had one one touch for 13 yards. You know, he was off to a good start. And, uh, yeah. yeah, look, these are the breaks of fantasy football. Yeah, not the first injury uh, teams have had to contend with this year, but definitely unfortunate timing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, game two saw another possible win and you're in, losing your out game, as the batshit draft merchants tackled Dakless in the future. Batshit draft merchants had big days out from Mahomes, Jones, Landry, and Baker Mayfield as they laid the smackdown on Sunday night. Only Edmonds' phantom Pittman failed to hit double digits as an overall good performance across the board at a vital time for the batshit draft merchants. In response, Dakless in the future fell a long way short. Despite Hopkins, Hilton, and Goff having big days, they were let down by a shocker from King Henry, with Mostert, Renfro, Hurst, Myers, and the Ravens' D all falling short of the 10-point mark. Dakless in the future may look back on the season and rue the loss of Dak Prescott, much like his beloved Cowboys. But it may be the poor decline of Kyler Murray down the playoff stretch that ultimately has cost him a place in the championship playoffs. The draft shit bad draft merchants take the W and the win and they're in as fourth seed. Dakless in the future head for the toilet bowl. What do you think? Yeah, a uh, similar scenario that we've seen all season. Um, Dakless for the future let down by their three, one of their actually two in this scenario of their three pronged attack in Murray, Hopkins and Henry. Murray and Henry stinkers. Henry was essentially game scripted out after the abysmal first half the Titans had. But yeah. who would who would have thunk it that Baker would have had four times the amount of points or five times the amount of points that he- King Henry would have after that game? Yeah, shocking. Yeah, and uh, twice the points of Kyler Murray you just wouldn't have uh, you wouldn't have foreseen that uh you know, from Baker as the season has gone on, but here you have it. Yeah, one one good half, and it's all all about the hype again. I hear he has some yeah. more uh, yeah. some more commercials lined up for next season already. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, they're good ones, unlike the ones he's in present. Oh Jesus, <laughs> he better not be on any. <laughs> I'm giving progressive the benefit of the doubt this year that they couldn't shoot new commercials because of COVID. If he's still on their yeah. ad campaign next year, then we're going to have issues. Yeah. Well, game three was the final game with playoff implications as the Nina football team took on shake and bake. Nina football team needed to get a win to get in as shake and bake were already confirmed in the toilet ball playoffs. Rogers, Jefferson, and Rivers all came up big for Nina football team as they got out into an early lead that they would not look like giving up. Only the Cards D and tight ends Ingram and Hooper failed to hit 10 points each as the rest of the roster put forward solid efforts to ease to victory. 
There would be no party pooping this week from Shake and Bake as they put up a league worst week performance. Herbert, Ricard, Claypool, Aguilar and Wentz combined for just 26.62 points. This included two QBs. Woof. Only the Seahawks D would hit 20 points as a miserable effort hands the Nina football team a playoff berth. Nina football team take it easily in the end and end the season in the playoffs at the fifth seed. Shake and bake with an uphill struggle to avoid the flush. What do you think? Yeah, a uh, rough week here for Shake and Bake, but uh, big congratulations to Anna. He finally did it. He's in the playoffs. <laughs> His up and down roller coaster season has uh, finally, finally come to an end with him sitting in the playoff spot. Well done. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was up and down, all right. Made hard work of it throughout uh, parts of the season. Uh, but uh, vanquishing the. Uh, the abysmal memories of his uh, 2019 campaign. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fair play to him. Uh, Keane let down across the board here again this week. Herbert with a stinker. Um, Bill Bill is un- un- unbeatable by rookie rookie quarterbacks. Eight. Bill Belichick's faced eight rookie quarterbacks now in the last, I think it's seven, seven seasons and is unbeaten. Just too confusing defensive schemes just too confusing for those uh, those young quarterbacks yeah yeah well they absolutely steamrolled the uh, the Chargers as, as we saw you know yeah for sure for sure well our final two games had nothing riding on them but bragging rights firstly the happy holidays proved more Kenny G the football player than Kenny G the musician as they clobbered on necessary roughness. They saw two 45-plus performances from Waller and the aforementioned Patriots defense, along with 20 burgers from Patrick and Hill, with Thomas and Cousins just shy of 20 each. Despite a goose egg from an ill Clive Edwards-Hilaire, the happy holidays cleared a 200-point mark for the first time this season, and must wonder... Where were these performances all year? In response, Unnecessary Roughness had Tannehill and Johnson hit 20-plus points, but they were let down by Aikens, A.J. Brown, Allen and the Titans D, none of which hit the double-digit mark. Unnecessary Roughness still end up as third seed in the playoffs, while a boosting week from the Happy Holidays means that they head to the Toilet Bowl Championship fully confident of avoiding Having to put a toilet bowl on the Christmas tree next year. What do you think? Yeah, big, big, big week from uh, from uh, the unhappy Goldies. Uh, a little happier this week, I would imagine. Hopefully, trying to keep, yeah. as you said, that toilet bowl off the top of the tree. But they still have an uphill battle to go there. I mean, there's no easy matchups, and it's gonna be tough. I see you took the week off. Something similar like that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Ah, sure. I also took the week uh, off. We'll get else. there. We'll get there. But I took the week off as well. Oh, we will. <laughs> but yeah, it must be not. Must have been all that Adam Gase talk that uh, you know riled him up, and uh, you know he said a good yeah. lineup, and uh, bring home the bring home the win. 
<laughs> well, it's easy when two players get you almost a hundred points. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's uh, that that eases things for you, all right. That eases things. Yeah. And makes makes life easier. For sure. Much like our next game, the final game was a showdown of the top two. But in this battle of David versus Goliath, the giant took the spoils. Sundays are for the boys. Send a warning shot to all other playoff hopefuls. We're the demolition of their nearest rival, the Cleveland Steamers. 30-plus point days were had by Adams and Carr, the Colts agonizingly close to the same feet. Thielen and Cook had a 20-plus point outings, with all other spots registering them in the teens. Eric Ebron being his lowest scorer of the week on 13.8 points. That is unbeatable fantasy football. Cleveland Steamers really had no chance, but put up little resistance all the same. David Montgomery and Gesicki would be the only 20-point players, as Sanders, Henry and McLaurin would combine for just 8 points between them. Woof! They did avoid a 100-point drubbing, but not by much. Both teams secure a first-round bye in the playoffs. But Sundays are for the boys. Lay down the marker telling everyone else, if you're not first, you're last. Tough week on. Yeah, there's nothing to be said. Um, I was for sure last this week and got totally outplayed. Um, there's a lot of firepower on that team and it's, it was insurmountable this week. Do you know, there's nothing to be said. Yeah. Like, I just got the ship nothing out. Like, you know what I mean? I have no defense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like when you your opponent's, when your opponent's it, yeah. worst player is scoring 13 and a half points, I mean, come on. That's. Yeah, what can you, you know do? I mean? He even had. Yeah. There Again. was even a down. Like, that would. Tariq Hill even had a down week. <laughs> you know, yeah, you, you, you were going into that matchup. You're going into that matchup hoping, hope Tariq Hill doesn't have a good week this week. And he doesn't, but Derek Carr comes up with 35 points. You know, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Like, I yeah. was. <laughs> Happy, I was happy to see the ridiculous decision of um, uh, Boyd being ejected from the Bengals Dolphins game. Ah, that was just awful, oh, was awful referee. Yeah, yeah. sure, first. I think it was more because they probably did bump off the referees a bit. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Do you know what I mean? But um, I was happy to see uh, Tyler Boyd going, being ejected. It's pretty, it's pretty pleasing moment for me. Yeah, it was. It was fairly, it was fairly handbags, handbag stuff. Yeah. Well, as we look at the weekly report from Sleeper, the best manager was Sundays for the boys. Ben with a ninety-six percent could have had a perfect possible lineup at two hundred and forty-five point zero two points. The worst manager was Dakless in the future. He's seventy-four percent of a perfect, uh, perfect possible lineup could have had one hundred and seventy points. Could have had a victory. Could be in the playoffs. Biggest blowout. Sundays for the boys over Cleveland Steamers. Narrowest victory. Easy company. 101 over remember the tight ends. Highest score. Sundays for the boys. 236.38. Lowest score. Shake and bake. 112.42. Now, the overachiever of the week was Sundays for the boys. They were projected for 181.8 points. So they're 30% over estimate. 
my question to Sleeper is, have you been watching some of the players that are on this team and how are you projecting them to be so low when he's cracking 200 plus week on week? There you go. Below expectation. Shake and bake. Missed it by 34% themselves. QB of the week, Derek Carr. RB of the week, David Montgomery. Wide receiver of the week, Devontae Adams. Tight end, Darren Waller. Defense, New England Patriots. Bench warmers included Matt Stafford, Jamie McKissick. Corey Davis with a monster on the bench for the football team. Logan Thomas with a monster on the bench for Shagan Bake. And the Green Bay Packers also with a monster on the bench for Shagan Bake. So there you have it. Real nice to see. Real nice to see David Montgomery as the running back of the week. Go on, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. It's about time. <laughs> yeah. It is about time. Well, so, week 14 sees the first round of the championship playoffs. Sundays are for the boys, and the Cleveland Steamers have a bye into the semifinals. Quarterfinal one sees third seed Unnecessary Roughness take on sixth seed Easy Company 101. The season series is tied at 1-1. One one. The winner here takes the season series and the semifinal place against the Cleveland Steamers. Can Easy Company 101 cause the upset in advance? Or will the Burn Brothers battle it out once more for a shot at the gold? The second quarterfinal sees Nina football team take on the Batchet Draft Merchants. This series also tied at 1-1 one one from the two games played this season. The loser plays for an out in Week 15. The winner, the unenviable task of meeting Sundays are for the boys in the semis. The Toilet Bowl semi-finals also commence this week. The Happy Galladays take on Daklas in the future. Only one game played between these two this year saw a Week 8 victory for the Happy Galladays. The loser here heads for the Toilet Bowl Championship Final. The winner tries to be crowned Best of the Rest in Week 15. And finally, other semi-finals see Shake and Bake take on Remember the Tight Ends. Remember the tight ends inaugural season didn't go to plan, but they have a chance to avoid being the loser of losers. Shake and Bake, after being runner-up in the championship last year, are back down into familiar territory of the Toilet Bowl playoffs, trying to avoid their second Toilet Bowl final in three seasons. The pressure is on. All to be decided in Week 14. Playoffs, baby. Playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. It's sweet that the playoffs are on. It's bitter that we're coming close to the end of fantasy. But, I mean, some good matchups again this week. There's going to be some good games in the NFL. Still a lot of excitement to happen. Lots of highs and lows to be had. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thankfully, lots of NFL football still to be played too, despite uh, the end of fantasy, you know? Oh, yeah, the playoffs are going to be good this year. Extra team getting in in each conference. Only one team that by is going to be extra important for that one team that gets it in each conference. So there's a lot yeah. to play for yeah. left in the regular season. Those spots are still up for grabs. They sure are. A lot of teams still on the bubble. A lot of teams could still uh, turn it around. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to this weekend. Looking forward to the next few weeks uh, over the Christmas period into January. Lots of playoff football in January. Yeah, uh, it's going to be great. Yeah, NFL continues to rule. So. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Um, we have exciting news to bring you after the season end, too. The fantasy season ends. So. Absolutely. Yeah. There's lots to yeah, watch out for. Hard. Lots to watch out for. Yeah, absolutely. We're working hard behind the scenes to... Uh, to uh, increase everyone's love of fantasy football and uh, to bring you more and more fun action in the years to come. Yeah, fun action, headaches, pains, aches, all the joys that come with being a fantasy football manager. Yeah, fist pumps of joy, fist pumps of fury. It's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, that brings us to a close this week. We'll see you next week to see who is heading for the toilet bowl, who is in the championship series, and who is just playing for the sake of playing in week 15. Until next week, take care of yourselves and each other. Bye. Woo!